Hello! Thanks for tuning in to SoCal Bride Guide. This is episode five, and today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, makeup. We have a very special guest joining us today, Tracy Rosales. Tracy comes to the podcast with many years of the makeup industry, and she's been honored with several awards and milestones. She's done makeup for the Washington Mystics, which is a WNBA team, and was invited to the White House Staff Appreciation Day to talk about skin care and makeup. She won the 2008 Home-Based Business of the Year and was named Northern Virginia Magazine Best of Makeup Application and was featured in the magazine. She was also a featured beauty writer for AskMissA.com and Wedzilla. I'm thrilled I was able to snag an interview with her. So we talk about her business, how she got started in the makeup industry, and she gives up some makeup tips for everyday looks and for special occasion and tells us what it would be like if you were to look to hire Tracy Rosales to have you complete your wedding day look for you. So I'm excited to get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. All right. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Good, Dee. Thanks for asking. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business. So my name is Tracy. Um, I own Makeup Artistry by Tracy, and it is a mobile makeup salon. Nice. So I come to brides or, you know, maternity shoots. I mean, really any occasion. I'm I'm, I'm all in. Any I'm occasion in you need makeup. Thing. Any occasion. I'm, I'm in for just about anything, truly, because it's fun. But right. yeah, I've been doing it for, oh my gosh, I'm going to age myself now, um, for 12 years. Okay. And it's, yeah, yeah it's super fun. Ex- experience is great. Um, how long, or I, you've been doing it for 12 years, but how did you get started in makeup? How did you get interested? So, um, ironically, when I was a teenager, um, kind of like a lot of teens, I was super self-conscious about my skin and my skin was not great. Um, and my parents, you know, of course they took me to a dermatologist and all of that, but yeah, not having good skin. So I didn't want to go to school. Oh. Um, I had super strict parents, um, which is good, but I had to broker a deal with them that I could wear makeup <laughs> if. I made it look natural. So the less you could tell I was wearing it, they would allow it, especially to school. Um, And so back then, there was no YouTube videos. There was no Instagram. So I had to old school it. I went to the mall and became like this makeup counter kid who hung out at all the counters and tried to learn as much as I could and you know, from the Clinique girls and Bobby Brown and um, the Matt counters and, and I loved it. I just thought it was so much fun. Look at you. I like the entrepreneurial side of you from a young age, <laughs> negotiating with your parents and then, you know, going out, getting the information. I love that. Thank you. And so, yeah, all because I wanted to wear makeup. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then from there, it just it was something that I always yeah, like product junkie. And as I got older, of course, and my makeup, you know, became a little bit bolder. Um, but yeah, it, it helped me with confidence. Yeah, for and sure. It helped others. And so it was kind of, a, you know, you go to college, you graduate, you, you know, you start working and you're, 
trying to figure out what am I going to do for the rest of my life yeah. or, you know, until I retire, like daunting. And so after, you know, I had some jobs, I went back to, um, I went to makeup school at night um, because it's so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. So much more fun to do makeup. And so, yeah, so that's kind of how I, I was already telling everybody everything I knew anyway. So I figured I might as well, yeah, do it all the time. I like that. Very cool. I'm finding that most people I chat with got started before like YouTube, like you said, before YouTube was around. It's a helpful helpful tool and resource now. But really, when everyone got it started and started getting exposure in their industry, they were kind of working in the trenches, whether it was like uh, hospitality, like food, you know, and food or retail or like um, my husband does photo and video and he just kind of, you know, went in, um, you know, went to college for that, learned in a classroom setting. And then you just kind of learn by trial and error. Now I think YouTube helps, helps a lot, especially with makeup. Um, but yeah, very, very cool. Um, so do you do, what services do you offer? Do you, can you apply, um, like lashes? Do you do airbrush? Tell me more about that. Yeah. So I've, course I do traditional you know by hand um Mm -hmm. and I have an extraordinary brush collection for I'm obsessed with brushes um so actually I'm working on my own brush line because oh how cool I have so many um but I do it that way I do airbrush um I can apply false eyelashes I also added threading after many years wow yeah, because I found that sometimes with a bride, we normally have a consult and we create a look. But sometimes, you know, a bridesmaid will hop in the chair and she'll be like, oh, my God, I totally did not have time to get my, la- you know, to get my brows done uh-huh. or get my lip done. You know, what am I going to do? And, yeah, it just seemed to make sense. And, too, I'm a fan of threading. Yeah. Um, personally Same. and waxing while well, it's, you know, totally works. Mm-hmm. Um, no judgment, but for me, I get super red. So I'm mm-hmm. red for like a day or two after, whereas threading, you know, you can do it real quick and I had no reaction and I'm not super sensitive skin person to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I found that, yeah, it was just a little something. Yeah. If I can do something else to help, yeah, it works. So I love that. Very yeah. cool. All right. So um, if a bride or anyone really, like you said, you'll do whoever needs the makeup, do they need a brewing, um, any equipment with them or you have yeah. them covered? No, you have it all. No, covered. no, they don't. Yeah, I have everything and then some. I have a ton of different um, product lines that I work with based on skin type, based on allergies, sensitivities. So I love um, all my products and, you know, I can help with a whole lot of things. However, if I have had a bride tell me, I love my mascara, it's the best thing I've ever found. So if somebody has something that they truly love like that, or they have the lip color that their, their heart is set on, then of course they can bring that. We'll use it. No problem. But I have everything. So you don't have to, yeah, that nobody has to come with anything. 
if you unless it's you're okay. yeah unless you're yeah. very loyal to your mascara like she was or any product in particular right <laughs> absolutely absolutely i understand we all have you know like something that's like our favorite like i have right. a red lipstick and i'm you know that that's the only red i love personally to wear so i get it it's cool but you don't have to have anything Gotcha. Sounds good. Um, what if they have a desired look? Should they just bring you like, is it like, I don't know, a Pinterest board or a magazine, something that they want to replicate? Yeah. So um, I typically tell um, brides, you know, if you see something on Pinterest, you can, you know, send me an email with the picture. You can bring the picture. You can show me on your phone the day that you show up. Um, and a couple of different looks, unless they're really set on one. Just so we, I have an idea of what what they like. Do they like a smoky eye? Is there certain colors? Do they want a skin, like a dewy skin look? Even though I feel like a bride, you know, anybody can tell me. Ah, Tracy, I love dewy skin. But we all have different levels mm -hmm. of what we picture in our minds. And so, yeah, a few pictures or a celebrity. You know, if someone says... I want to look like Carrie Underwood. Okay. I know exactly, like, I know what she looks like when she's out. So something like that is helpful. Just that way we're kind of, we start from the same page. Right. And then, and so you know then what we the can goal make is. modifications. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about, like, a, a bride timeline. Typically, like, how much time do you need per bride? And um, if they have... A lot of people they want to get done on the day um, like if they want to do mothers they have lots of bridesmaids themselves um, do you have a backup like or a second person that you may need to bring in what does that look like so for a bride I like an hour okay um, so, and two it's we do the consultation so I know and she knows exactly what the look is going to be uh, yeah, that's smart. And that way, once she sits in my chair, it's peaceful. Right. And I certainly can kind of keep, you know, because I will use myself as a excuse. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies. Can you guys take a couple steps back? Because, you know, I need my elbow room. So that way, if she does <laughs> want to sit quietly, she has that hour to kind of, you know, just chill, be present in the day, be peaceful. Um, I'll put on some some like eye patches while I'm working on other parts of the face. So it's a little bit pampering and relaxing because you know, it's a hectic day. It's a fun For day. Sure. But it's a hectic day. Um, so it's an hour um, with bridesmaids, moms, 45 minutes, and they still get pampered. And depending on how many, once we get to, you know, more than four or five ladies, I mean, I can keep it running on time and on schedule and work with the planner and, you know, coordinate all that. However, you know, it could be a four o'clock wedding. We don't need to start makeup at 6 a.m. to make sure everybody gets in. So I do mm -hmm. have um, I do have an artist um, that will come with me as a second and she will work on the bridesmaids, on the mom. Um, I always keep the bride to myself. No, because we do the console and I know, you know, we have a relationship. Right, so right. The bride will sit with me and the bride has a choice if they are like, Chase, I'd feel more comfortable if you did my mom or you did, you know, my future mother-in-law. Mm. So we kind of coordinate that piece. Um, but yeah, my second hand, she's amazing. 
Um, and it just makes the, you know, move a little smoother. So we have two chairs. Right. You know, constantly moving. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I like that. <laughs> um, what do you stick around at all for touch-ups? So I can. Okay. Um, it kind of all depends on the timing. Um, the makeup lasts. Like that is my... That's why um, people are like, well, do you really want me to bring my foundation? No, no, I can match it. And the stuff I, you know, the products I use, or if it's the airbrush, it will last. Like I, that's my goal. My goal is that the bride looks the same from start to finish. However, Perfect. sometimes depending on if it's a really long day, then the bride and I'll kind of coordinate. Um, there is an added fee for me to hang out. Um, but I have stayed for touch-ups um I do leave a touch-up kit with the bride that's part of nice yeah working with me so so for like lipstick and you know a little extra powder it's already in the kit so if that's what they're worried about I got it covered no worries um but again if it's they're taking pictures you know it's an 8 a.m they start taking pictures and the ceremony's not till four it might be a little and and there might be a need for touch-ups makes sense all right. Um, well, do you have like a backup of plan B if something happens and last minute you're not able to make it for whatever reason? I'm sure that doesn't happen often, but do we have a backup plan? I do. I do have a backup plan. I um, I mean, I feel like I should knock on wood or something. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Let's not jinx it. <laughs> right? I, was like, I got a good roll going, girl. Um, <laughs> no, in the 12 years, I have not had to send anybody in my place. Perfect. Um, and I have shown up. I mean, I was eight and a half months pregnant. And I was like, girl, I got you. We're, I'm good. Like, we're good. Committed. Like, I like good. it. Yeah. Um, and a few weeks after. But I do have a backup plan. Um, and it's, yeah, I take notes at the console. Um, I normally take a picture, too, which I never share with anybody. Just, just, just for your own reference. I, it's mostly so that I have a visual and I have a face chart. So if there was a reason um, that it didn't work out, like I have a, a cheat sheet or note sheet, um, I know exactly, like I get down to the nitty gritty, like which palette it came from, which color. Nice. Like I write all of it. So Perfect. Yes, I could pass it to my backup artist and she would know what it looked like and she would be able to see the picture and see what what I did. But let's knock on wood right well I like that you're committed and prepared so those are those are definitely good signs yeah all right well what would you say what is the benefit um if a bride is wavering should I do makeup should I do my own what's what's the benefit what do you think are the pros to go ahead and hire someone to get that taken care of for you so the pros would be it's like I said before like it's kind of a stressful day Mm -hmm. And, you know, and as much as you plan and as much as, you know, you have this team and it's fantastic, it's the one time you actually do get to sit. Um, Besides getting your hair done, you sit in the makeup chair and you actually have, like, some peace. You have some time to yourself. Two, um, I truly understand how makeup photographs, what brands you know, look good on mm-hmm. camera versus some of them that have like, you know, like the sheen or you see in photos, um, 
the under eye concealer that looks white. You see it a lot in Hollywood by accident or different things. Have all that taken care of. Um, have a bunch of tricks. Um, you know, yeah, any sort of skin flaws that come up. Acne a few days before. Like, I got it. Like, it totally is going to get taken care of. And two, the other piece is um, because we do the consult, if a bride is thinking that she wants, you know, a heavy smoky eye, mm-hmm. we do the consult, we try it, she doesn't like it, we adjust, we come up with a new plan or a new look. A lot of times I have clients come in and they show me two very different looks and we try them both out and test them. When you're doing it yourself, I feel like um, there's so many other pieces that sometimes the makeup gets put off until the very end. Yeah, and that then makes you're sense. With two looks, and you're not sure which one to do. And of course, whichever one you pick, you know, it's it's like anything. It's like the outfit. You have two outfits. You pick one, and all day you're like, God, I should have worn the other one. I know, I do it. You know, but and I think with makeup, it's kind of like that. And so, in that way, and yeah, I have. I have some products, I have some tricks to make it last so that way you have the photos in your home and your families have them. And I I totally understand you want to look good in the photos and you want to be confident when you walk down. Yeah, you brought up some really good points that one of them I hadn't really thought about because you're right. Like, honestly, the weeks and even months before your wedding day, it's like crunch time. So you're go, 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 making all these decisions, all your spare time is dedicated to the wedding and getting all the fine-tuned details that I wouldn't even think about. You're right. If you're wanting to practice yourself, finding that time to practice on yourself is going to be difficult. But I think you more prioritize if you have that time carved out to meet up with a makeup artist, you're going to, you're going to prioritize it better. And that is a moment where another moment, right? The consultation where you can kind of sit down and relax and you're not, you know, getting frustrated trying to replicate your look. Um, And then on the wedding day as well. And then I do agree to your point. I've um, talked about it with a friend because my husband does um, photo and video and she wanted a new headshot. So he was doing her headshot and she was kind of wavering on whether or not to do makeup for it or not. And I, I recommend it because I think what you do in a mirror looks different on camera and in those photos. And then especially on your wedding day, like you said, it's a forever photo. You're going to have these hanging in your home. Um, So yeah, I think having the professional makeup that looks good on camera is pretty key. So yeah, I'd agree with you there. Good. Yeah. And I mean, I do it myself. Like, you know, I do my own makeup and I don't spend as much time as I do. Yeah. It's more, it's more fun for me to do it with clients and yeah yeah, you and depending on the lighting you're in one set of lighting and then you go outside wait a second this is not what I had envisioned so yeah so all of those pieces that's what you know that's what we do yeah that's what I study so yeah that's true that's what you study stick to the professionals Alrighty. Well, if a bride wants to, or anybody for any occasion, right, wants to get in contact or I guess get more information regarding pricing, um, what do your rates kind of range from? So my rates range from for bridal and most things I do have a slightly lower set for 
homecoming and prom on my high school girls because I know, you know, it's, yeah, it's harder when you're in high school. Um, right. But it's, they start at 150, um, which includes me coming to the location. Mm-hmm. If you want the false lashes, which I have an extraordinary set, so a variety, um, whether it's airbrush or traditional makeup um, and the touch-up kit for brides. And that's kind of where the pricing starts at. And then depending on if if we're adding in, you know, threading or, but yeah, that's the basic. Add on packages. Okay. Yeah, totally. Or for me to stay for touch-ups, you know, it's a little added fee, but for the basic travel and for me coming and yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Alrighty. Well, I definitely will circle back and get your contact information at the end, but I think we'll take a little break from the, from the tough questions or just (laughs) random information in general. Uh, We'll take a little game break. Before we go any further, I have to show some love to our sponsor for this podcast, Rolling Shutter Imagery. Rolling Shutter Imagery provides photo and video production services. They can take care of everything from your engagement or family photo shoots to full wedding photography and videography services. They even do promotional and testimonial videos for all you small business owners out there. Personally, I like what I see from Rolling Shutter Imagery and you are welcome to check out their work as well. You can find them on Instagram at Rolling Shutter Imagery. Take a look and see what they are up to. Of course, I was able to snag a sweet deal for our SoCal Bride Guide listeners. Rolling Shutter Imagery is offering 10% off your photo and or video package up to $300. That's right, up to $300 savings for our listeners. Don't wait. What are you still listening to me for? Head on over to rollingshutterimagery.com to take advantage of this deal. That's rollingshutterimagery.com. Go to their contact page and submit an inquiry for a quote. Mention you are a SoCal Bride Guide listener in the message to claim your savings. Again, that's rollingshutterimagery.com. We'll do, we'll start with some, I like to do rapid fire questions just to get a better, um, get to know you better, you know, as an individual. Okay. So what did you have for breakfast this morning? Blackberries and strawberries. Ooh, nice. I feel Starbucks. I mean, let's not, you know, (laughs) let's be real. I feel like blackberries are an underrated fruit. I really like them. I do. I'm super obsessed. And I got a produce box delivery yesterday and it was like all these berries. And so, yeah. Perfect. And eating them at my house. Nice. All right. Well, if you could teleport anywhere and if let's pretend COVID's not a thing and you don't even have to fly, you can teleport. Where would you go right now and why? So super easy. Um, I would be in Scotland. Uh, My family is Scottish. I've always wanted to go. Um, It's on my list this year. So yeah, that's where I would. Yeah. Checking out the castles, kilts, drinking some beer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right? That sounds fun. I like teleporting would even be better than the flight. So yeah, I'm all in. (laughs) If only. All right. What is your favorite beverage? It can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic, or you can do one of each. Um, We'll do one of each. 
So I love champagne. Nice. That's my, I love it. And um, I mentioned it before, but I am a Starbucks girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I always show up places with Starbucks. So people, once you get to know me or we hang out, there's a good chance if you ask, hey, Trace, on the way here, can you stop that? I'm probably already, oh yeah, planned. <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, done. What's your go-to drink order? So I'm obsessed with the cold brews, mm. um, especially the foam ones. So either, you know, seasonally the pumpkin cream nice. or, yeah, or the Irish cream cold brew. And I love a good frappuccino, a mocha frapp with an add shot because I need a little. A little extra. extra yeah. Totally. <laughs> I have not tried the Irish cream. I've tried the pumpkin cream, but now I have to. I feel like I have to venture in and try that Irish cream. If you like, yeah, if you are a fan of the Irish cream flavoring, then yeah, it's good. All right, cool. I'll try it. Yeah, I've tried um, just like coffee creamer Irish cream. So yeah, I'll try. I'll give the Starbucks cold brew a roll. Foam is, yeah, where it's at. <laughs> All right, what is your favorite season? So I love fall. Nice, yep. I do. Favorite animal? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. No, no, no. I just, yeah, and I'm a huge Halloween fan. Like, I think it's so much fun. So fall and Halloween and yeah. It's a good time. Um, right? Okay. And then my favorite animal, I love African elephants. Oh, that's cute. Right? So I'm always, yeah, hitting okay. that at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Did you hear, sorry, tangent, the gorillas got the covid at the zoo? I I totally did. And I checked at three different sources because the first one, I was like, mm, right. I saw it on <laughs> Facebook and then I checked it because I was like, oh my God. Yeah, at the San Diego Zoo. I know. Oh, Wild. Totally. All righty. Back to the questions. <laughs> what color is your toothbrush? It is pink. Pink. Nice. All right, so that's for the rapid fire, but I do have more questions regarding makeup, mostly sure. for my own curiosity because I too love makeup, but they're, they'll Yay. be fun. <laughs> so if you could only use five, just five makeup items, which five would you choose? For me personally? For you personally, like if you were just going five. out for the day, you're yep. in a rush and just had five. Totally. So a foundation because my skin tone is not even. So my foundation, um, mascara, mm -hmm. eyeliner, um, a good lipstick or a mm -hmm. lip gloss, but mostly lipstick. And then my last one is some, I have a couple of different brands that I use, but I have these brands that add a little bit of dewiness Mm. And a little bit, not shiny, like oily shiny, right. but this like glitter glam, like J-Lo glow. Love it. And I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Nice. So those are my, yeah, those are my five. That's a good, yeah, I like it. That's a good complete, <laughs> complete enough look. Yeah. Right. What is your favorite makeup palette? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is a tough one. <laughs> no, yes. Oh gosh. If oh, you want to do maybe brand, is that easier? Or is so, it... 
Yeah, a little bit. Um, so yeah, I have a couple palettes. Like there's one, um, and now I'm gonna plug, and I get no perks, just so everybody knows. Like it's not. <laughs> so I'm gonna make money. So if you go out and look at it, I'm not getting a dime. I'm just telling you some of my faves. Okay, so one of them is I love Smashbox has um, a palette, and it's I believe it's called the like I know it's California. Because I love, like, I thought it was just, I mean, ridiculously perfect. Mm -hmm. California Dreaming, I believe. And it has, and it's kind of a contour. It's got a cheek, like a light cheek color in it. Nice. And these beautiful bronzy colors that work beautiful. Like, that one's kind of, like, my go-to. Like, eyes, because you can pull a shadow off Mm -hmm. of it. You can use it to contour if you like powder contour. It's got the cheek color in it. So I do love that one. I might have to check that and out. And then, yeah. And then I have, um, yeah, I have a MAC. Um, I have a MAC eyeshadow palette that I put together myself. Ooh. Just because I use my, fa- like, my favorite go-tos. Right. But I do love MAC eyeshadows because they have some beautiful pigment in them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh gosh, yeah. And then there's another brand that has, um, yeah, Senna Cosmetics, and they have a creamy. You can use um, so the tones of it. Think of like rose and mauve and pinks and some light bronzes, and it's a cream palette, and you can hmm. make your own creamy blush. You can turn it into lipstick yeah you can it's that one's fun that's cool yeah and it's a cream base so huh yeah i would say i guess those are my top yeah my top three top three because <laughs> <laughs> no, i can't pick one. Oh, too tricky fair enough <laughs> all right i have a couple more that are going to be yeah i guess product-based answers sure. um what's your favorite brand for foundation so I, um, so I use makeup forever foundations. Okay. Um, I like their HD coverage. It gives very good for, um, for videography and photography. Um, I also am a fan of, um, Mac. Mm -hmm. Um, they have some concealers that I actually use as a foundation because they're so light. Nice. So that one's a good option. Um, for a bride who doesn't want to have, they want the full coverage, but they don't want that heavy, right. that heavy feeling of foundation. They want so I think those are, yeah, I have a couple here and there, but those are my kind of go-to for hand application. And then for my airbrush machine, um, there's a brand, it's called Tempt2, and their airbrush products are amazing I all their foundations those are the ones I use hands down all right I'll have to check one of those out because I'm still I feel like I I kind of rotate foundations because I don't there's not one I've ever been like in love with so I just keep kind of rotating them so maybe I'll, yeah I'll add those no, to that makes sense. no it totally makes sense and some of it too is based on yeah what kind of coverage you want and then right. what kind of skin you have because some of the foundations they lay better on, on different types of skin. Right. 
And I change a lot, like my skin tone, like I tan. So in the summers, you know, I'm much darker than in the winter months. So like rotating through those colors too. Yeah, no, that I understand. That I understand. All right. Favorite makeup remover. Okay. So have two, um, one of them is not necessarily a brand. It's just a type and that's the micellar water like a charm that micellar water takes everything off. And I'm talking like even water proof mascara and mm. eyeliner. Cause I use a liquid. So, I mean, I test them all on me mm-hmm. before I take them off. Um, so that works like a charm and it's sensitive enough that it really doesn't bother people's skin. And then the other one, um, for someone who likes kind of those makeup wipes, yeah. Um, I recently was gifted and love Beekman 1802 has these goat milk wipes. Ooh. Girl, I put them in my makeup. Like I bought a whole huge box that way I could bring them with me yeah. for my clients. They are so rich and soft. And after you take off your makeup, you don't feel like your face has been stripped. Oh, yeah. Mm. I know. That's like, you can tell I really like it. Yeah. It's it's goat milk and it's just, oh, it's like soft and. mm. Well, just, yeah, it just sounds goat milk. (laughs) Just sounds like soothing, you know? Totally. Totally. All righty. And then the last question I have, this is very personal to me. So I hope anybody else has the same can feel me on this so my eyelashes are like straight at a board straight as a board they don't curl any tips for getting them to like curl up and get that beautiful lash look yeah no i totally understand um okay so a couple things so if you're using a lash curler um instead of using a full-sized lash curler Mm -hmm. they're super big and they don't, you can't get like all the little, you know, like the little lashes on the ends. So I use, a, it's like a mini, mini, um, Mac makes one. Um, there's a few, I think Sephora might have their own brand, but I'm not totally positive. Um, but Mac, and it's a super mini lash curler mini lash and so it's mini so it's really tiny so you have to I mean you're curling the same eye you know three different four different depending on you know how many lashes how thick they are Mm -hmm. but the mini can really get in there um in a way that the big ones can't okay and it gives some really good curl to it and then also so you curl it put a little mascara on you're going to have to clean this um, curler once I tell you this, but then you go back in with the curler while it still has a little bit of mascara on. So it's a little bit wet. So it's a little bit more pliable. And then you hit it again. Okay. I'll have to try that. And that, and that helps. It does help. All right. Well, thanks. I am. Um, I feel yeah. like I got to try it out and let you know. <laughs> totally. And if it doesn't work, we'll come up with something else. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. I'll I'll keep at it. (laughs) No, this is my fun. So talking about it, like I'm happy. Like I will share. Yeah. Whatever I know, I'm happy to share my happy place. (laughs) I appreciate that. 
Alrighty. Well, you mentioned earlier that you ha are creating a line of brushes. So do you want to tell us more about that? And if there's any other, any other projects you're working on, you want to mention? I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, there's a ton of brushes and I love brushes, but there are some brushes I have come across that are very hard to find. Mm-hmm very hard to find um and even as a pro like and I go to trade shows and I mean I'm yeah all over checking out stuff and I also own an extraordinary amount um and some brushes yeah they're they're kind of expensive like it's yeah. kind of insane sometimes and I you know I totally agree um so I've come out with a brush line I'm working with a manufacturer that does manufacture very large popular brands that I have mentioned throughout some of my products um how exciting so yeah so um right now I have this bent eyeliner brush that it's very thin and the brush actually has a bend in it so that way you can mm. do a liquid liner because I feel like that's the one thing I get asked a lot by a lot of people. Like when I'm doing it on myself and I'm trying to hold my eye, this bent liner brush is like, uh, yeah, I love it. I personally love it. Um, so I have that brush and I have a lip brush because, you know, when you're applying your lipstick, yes, right out of the tube, but to kind of get like that Cupid's bow and to get, you know, all of the liner, like get it lined just with lipstick instead of using a liner. So yeah, I have a lip brush. I have um, the bent eyeliner brush available. Like I have them. Um, nice. And yeah. And then. That's exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I have one more and it's the angled. It's an angled liner brush. Angled liner. Okay. So it's angled liner. So it helps get eyeliner so it's thin on the inside and it helps get it winged and out oh yeah the wing the angle is, the really wing is key yeah the wing is key and it's hard when you're you know when you're doing it on yourself like I always feel like me doing it on other people because it's easy to you know see both eyes and get it perfect yeah for um, sure which I do have a trick if you're okay with me sharing like this is my wing tip since yeah. I brought it up um, Please. baby post-it Wait, before, say it again? so take a baby, like a little baby post-it note. Okay. Like out of, like off your desk, the little tiny ones and what you can do before you put on your foundation. So do your eyes first, because okay. I would never tell you to do this after foundation. Cause once you get it laid around your eyes and the concealer and mm -hmm. you don't want to mess with it. Right. So before you do it, start with your eyes and then take the post-it and lightly because it's got the sticky part to it you can actually figure out the angles lay the post-it near the the edge of your eye not on your eye on the edge and then when you're doing it it helps you get the right angle and matching on both sides huh that's a good little trip I, a trick. <laughs> I never really thought about that and I have spent I feel like I've lost hours of, of my life trying to nail One the wing. always looks perfect and the other every is time so hard to match mm -hmm. every time and you're constantly trying to refix and then the more you fix it and I know because I do it for myself like I do it on other people great and then when I'm looking in the mirror like I feel like 
Is this yeah, real? I don't know. My perception, you're looking in the mirror when I squint it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Post it, line it up. Done. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, picture. try it. I promise. I'm excited. Nice trick. So you got the bent brush, the wing liner, wing line. Like an angled, yeah. Angled brush. An angled brush, a lip brush, and the bent liner, the three. And then the three that I have right now. And then I'm currently working on the foundation and the blush brush and all of it. The shader. I mean, everything. Yeah. So eventually it'll be a full collection. Right now I have three. And those three are available now for purchase? They are. They are. Um, Tell us where. Where can I get it? I have a link on Instagram. Um, Yeah. We'll tell. And where can we find you on Instagram? So Instagram, I am makeup by Tracy. And it's T-R-A-C-I-E. You can hit my website, which I'm currently revamping. So... It's going to be super fancy, but it's up. It's up and running just that way, you know, if you look at it once and then you come back like in, you know, a week or two, it might look, the photos will be the same. It just might look a little more glamorous. That's what I'm working on right now. Glamour. Um, Nice. But my website is tracyrosales.com. All right. tracyrosales.com and at Makeup by Tracy. Did I say that? Makeup by Tracy. Yeah. All one word. All one word. Yeah, for Instagram, yeah, it's all in words. All righty. And if somebody wants to um, get in contact to get a like a consultation or set something up, where should they find you? Same spots? Same spots. Um, you can email me, um, which is makeup at tracyrosales.com. Yeah, and on any of those, my phone number is listed. You can call me. Yeah, call me, email me, send me a DM. Any way you want, any way that works best for you, good with me. All right. Sounds good. And then do you have, you said you're working on a couple more brushes. Do you have an estimated timeline when those will be released or not yet? Um. Yeah, no, it should be soon should in a few soon. weeks. Yeah. I don't like, um, yeah, I don't like messing around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But once I take what I like, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, the brushes all have. And they all say makeup artistry by Tracy, like my company. But on the flip side, it says um, makeup boss. Oh, that's Whether you cute. know a lot about makeup, you know, a little bit like you're putting the makeup on, you're a makeup boss. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, let me know. Send me an email whenever it's released and I will just make a little announcement here on the podcast if you want, just to let people know if I anybody's totally interested. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. It's super fun. I had a good time. I really appreciate it. So thank you. Good. I'm glad. Me too. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed and found that informative. Thanks so much to Tracy for coming onto the podcast. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. 
And thank you for supporting small business just by listening. You're supporting small business, so I appreciate it. If you want to continue the support, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SoCalBrideGuide. There you can keep up with who may be a featured guest to get your questions in if you have them and ask advice if you want it. All right, I guess that's it for this week. So thanks so much and we will chat next week. Have a good one. Bye.